That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hey, everybody. I'm Joey Brenneman from Offscript Health. Welcome to the Tangential Conversation Companion to Offscript Health's Before We Die podcast. We fondly name these mini-episodes Lab Before Slab. These are the sometimes random, often fascinating, and always a little bit quirky conversations that happen around our production table. And we couldn't quite fit them into our regular episodes, but we had a feeling that there are listeners out there who might enjoy them. So here are the Before We Die creators, Sandra Miller, John McMahon, and Craig Allman to geek out about the latest happenings in the med tech arena. Okay, so Sandy, what have you got for us today? Okay. So I need to set this up a little bit for you guys. So, you know, when you go to a restaurant now, even the fast food restaurants, and you look at the menu choices that they have in parentheses, the number of calories. And it's always interesting, like, let's take French fries. (laughs) Do you want small, (laughs) medium or large? And you can see the differences in calories based on your choice of how many French fries do you want. Now... How many people actually choose the small French fries or skip them, right? (laughs) So we have information, and yet we know about calorie, right? It's a number of calories. But I think that a lot of people don't necessarily understand or, or really take that in in terms of, okay, what kind of impact does that have? And so they just like, yeah, I'll go ahead and get the fries and I'll, I'll make up the calories somewhere else. So what if you could change that? And what if you would know, based on what you eat, how that can actually extend your life, your life expectancy? And so there are um, some scientists in Norway who have developed a, a free calculator that basically you put your food choices in there. And it tells you about how that will extend your life expectancy. So in their study, it turns out that if you change from, let's call it a typical Western diet to a more, quote, optimal diet, and if you did that starting at the age of 20, that you could increase your life expectancy by more than a decade. Wow. And so the this, you know, more optimal diet it's pretty simple. So it's eating more legumes, which are things like beans and peanuts and lentils and and things like that. So eating more legumes, more whole grains, more nuts, less red meat and less processed meat. That's it. And so, okay, so we're not on this, (laughs) in this posse here. Uh, None of us are, are that close to 20. Okay, so what if... um, (laughs) Depends on who you ask. Yeah, so let's say say you're 60 years old. You could still increase, if you make these changes, you could still increase your life expectancy by eight years for women and almost nine years for men. How about the octogenarians in the room and (laughs) listening to us? 
<laughs> so you're 80 years old. You could still, by making some of these changes, increase your life expectancy by another three and a half years. When you're 80, wow. that's kind of, yeah, that's important time. So anyway... What do you guys think about this? Would you use something like this? You know, uh, would this sort of make your choices, your food choices? Do you think this might impact how you'd approach what you put in your body? Greg? Yeah, two points. So one is that for health in general and also for lowering your risk of Alzheimer's short or long term, you're really talking about the Mediterranean diet. Yeah. So that actually is a, is a really good thing. Second thing is, as, as in terms of software, I think they've missed the boat. What you really want is a social app so that, you know, let's say uh, you're talking to your mom about your girlfriend and you end up saying, Mom, look, I'd love to talk to you more, but my app is saying that this will take 6.5 minutes off my life. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm, you know, boss, really, I'm really sorry I screwed up this project. But if you keep talking like this, this is going to take two months off my life. I'm sorry, I'm leaving. So that's really the winning app. That will be the upgrade of the app. <laughs> we'll reach out to them. Yeah, the, the, the whole social side and the stress side is really important because the food stuff's easy. Everyone knows that. Then why don't people do it? I mean, like, that's the thing. It's We say it's easy, exactly. but we don't do it. So if you have an app there. So that's what I'm curious about. Like, what information do you have to input into it? Like, are is this apply? The same rules apply to everyone? I wouldn't think so. I mean, age and all that. But like, do you have to put any of your own information in it? Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of things to help you track your food intake. Right. And so they've just organize this in the way so that the calculus is rather than calories burned um, versus the calories taken in, they have this all oriented around what you eat and its impact on life expectancy. So it's like you get you get a glimpse into your what your behavior change, the long term effect that you can't see it, but it gives you a glimpse into like what it could be if you would do this. Yeah. So I'm actually going to try it and I'll hmm. let you know. You have to if, report back. Yeah, I'll report back. <laughs> Uh, because why not? <laughs> I just think it's really interesting. But, you know, when you're working hard and you're sweating and, you know, doing your exercise and you're trying to make progress and everything, I want to know, like, okay, I really worked hard this week. When will I see that the, the results of that? You know, mm -hmm. I want to know that correlation. I need that in some more near-term incentive. And, of course, I, I don't have it yet other than the all the... I know this is good for me, right? right <laughs> sort of right. Uh, intellectually, you know that. But so I want sort of more reinforcements to make me exercise and, and do those healthy things. So anyway, well, I'm going to give this a shot and I'll let you guys know what I think. Yeah, it, it's also a problem between short term and long term. So, you know, if you have an app that says, oh, this will affect you in 20 years. OK, I'll deal with that in a week, a month, a year. You know, I'll eat asparagus at some point and, you know, I'll cure everything. Whereas if it could be just wired so that, oh, I'm eating ice cream. Oh, I'm getting an electric shock from my app. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, that could work. Maybe. Unless you start liking electric shocks. If you're shocks into that, yeah, I was just going to say, that might, you might be into that. Well, there, there is that, what, that cognitive behavioral therapy with the rubber band rubber on your bands. wrist. Rubber yeah. bands, yeah, exactly. Where you eat ice cream and you'll have to snap the rubber band. Ah. <sighs> 
The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. You know, I think of the the other side of, you know, cigarettes, the gruesome pictures, especially in Europe, that are on a carton of cigarettes. And you see that and people still do it. I think the biggest change in smoking was not allowing it indoors. And for those, uh, the millennials out there, not allowing people to smoke in planes or having a non-smoking section inside of planes was pretty hilarious uh, back in the day. So, I mean, I'm not sure I want to live in a world without fries. So, <laughs> I know. That, that was the name of my first book, by the way, A World Without Fries. <laughs> there I know, should I'm be sitting, a book called that. I'm actually sitting here thinking about what size fries I would like to have. <laughs> it's great for a movie trailer, right? A post-apocalyptic movie trailer in a world without French fries. <laughs> Our hero. And, and that does assume that that 40 years from now, the world will be better than the fries you're about to eat, right? Because it may be apocalyptic 40 years from now. I'm like, man, I should add those fries. <laughs> what the hell am I doing? Yeah. So one of the things when I, I remember in elementary school and I, I don't know, maybe fourth, fifth grade, there was someone who came in, I think she was a nurse, and she just showed this, um, there were two micro slices of lung tissue. And one was from someone who was a smoker, and one was from someone who wasn't. Mm-hmm. And that was it for me. <laughs> I was like, yeah. well, why would I do that? That was one of those sort of lessons like, okay, get it, done, check, not smoking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was so dramatic. And that's the thing to look at, too, like why that kind of thing works on some some people and why it just, yeah. you know, other people, it doesn't feel like, well, that's not going to happen to me. I don't think I've ever ordered. Well, I probably have like made a decision based on the calories, but it's probably I've never done it solo ordering. Let's put it that way. So there's not like a social pressure. Maybe your phone should turn on while you're ordering something like, you know, Craig's mom shows up like, you're really going to have the chicken palm? <laughs> well, it was interesting when that first started happening, because I I think it happened in New York first was one of the places mm-hmm. that happened to. And I was really like, oh, my God, all these t- years I've been thinking that a muffin is healthier than a donut and a muffin actually has more calories than a donut. So give me the donut. That's right. right. <laughs> That's where my thinking went. I want my damn donut. John <laughs> yeah. also burns a lot of calories being chased by bears down mountains. <laughs> so the, um, uh, the 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 one caloric thing that I do know that's floating around in my head, which I will not order in my lifetime, I believe the Blooming Onion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is the place, the food chain that has the, the Outback. Onion? Outback, Outback Steakhouse. Outback. Steakhouse. Yeah. yeah, that was rated one time and it said like, it'll take you like a day and a half to work this off. And the blooming onion was like nine days. 
it was like so far off the chart about, you know, where that was going to go and sit inside you for a week. Oof. It's so delicious. So, uh, but uh, Sandy, I look forward to, to hearing. And do you have a target age? Does it tell you you're going to die like mid-March? Of- I don't know. I'll, I'll <laughs> let you know. I got to tr- yeah. sign up for it and I'll try it and let you know. Because that would be, I mean, I could see doing that where you're trading off. You're like, uh, a week versus this sandwich. You have the sandwich. You don't know which week you're going to live longer. It's a tough call. Yeah. I think you should definitely journal as you do this and and let us know your thoughts as well as your outcomes. All right, everybody. I think that's it for today. So I just want to say thanks for joining us for our Lab Before Slab. And please join us for our regular episodes for our more in-depth conversation with today's MedTech and innovators on of Before We Die on this very same feed. Thanks for listening, everybody. That's all for now. If you like this show, be sure to subscribe, leave a review, follow us on social, and tell all of your friends to listen. Tell us the story in your own voice by leaving us a message at 855-AUDIO-66. That's 855-283-4666. And we might just use it in a future show. Before We Die is a product of Offscript Health. We are a healthcare engagement company built for patients and caregivers by patients and caregivers. Our executive producers are Matthew Zachary and Andrew McDowell. Our senior producers are Joey Brenneman and Ariel Nachman. Our podcast co-creators are Sandra Miller, John McMahon, and Craig Allman. Our sound mixer is Kyle Moore. For advertising and media inquiries, email media at offscript.com. For more information, visit offscript.com. <laughs>